Friday's Digest, Season 2, Episode 2. Today I would like to discuss how I stay focused, specifically what are the four tools I use every single day. We all have our daily routines, but you know, these routines don't contribute much to our growth. If we want to grow, we need to do the extra work. Extra work for doctors and scientists can be writing a manuscript, preparing a presentation, or simply keeping up with the latest literature. But, you know, doing the extra requires a lot of focus. And we all know the struggle of sitting down to work only to be derailed by distractions. We have our phones and we hear the phone buzz and then we glance at the notification and suddenly our focus is all lost. Does it sound familiar to you? So today I would like to share my strategies of how I stay focused. Let's elaborate on this example of the phone buzz. So the phone buzz and we have an email so we check the email, usually it's not important, but then we are already on our phones, so we scroll through social media, and then we read the news, and our focus is gone, just gone. Somehow, this junk our phones deliver to us all the time becomes more important than our life goals. So this is what I do to maintain focus. We're going to touch on four subjects or four tips. The first one will be how I use notifications. The second one will be using dedicated apps. The third one will be how I transition from screen to using paper. And the fourth and last one will be what I listen to when I want to stay focused. So let's start with our first subject or first tip, turning off notifications. I'm not going to give you a lecture on how you should turn off notifications on your phone. You probably can't turn off certain notifications. I know I can turn notification off. I can't turn my email off or my messages off. I just can't, okay? I need to be available because this is my line of work. But I'm not discussing the notifications on your phone right now. I'm discussing your notifications on your computer. Who needs notifications on the computer? That email I mentioned in the beginning about that lecture you should attend or give in like five months from today. Of course, giving lectures is important, but it's not important to deliver it right now, okay? It can wait. and. Do you really need WhatsApp messages on your computer? Who needs it on the computer? Why is it so important to do that on your computer? Sure, it's convenient to have WhatsApp on your computer, but this is exactly what Facebook, Facebook is the owner of WhatsApp. This is exactly what Facebook wants. They want to break your focus. They want to bring you back into their apps, into social media apps. You shouldn't let them sabotage your focus. So the solution here is simple. Just turn off all notifications on your computer. The important notification you can get on your phone, 
but you don't need any notification on your computer. Number two, tip number two is to use dedicated apps. When you read or when you write, you want to use apps which are dedicated, dedicated to reading and writing. And Microsoft Word is a very, very bad program for maintaining focus. Google Docs, this is not a good writing app. Of course, you can write down whatever you want, but they have so many messages, so many toolbars, so many formatting, so many errors. They will just distract you with their fonts, layouts, spelling checks. And the same applies to Google Chrome or Acrobat Reader, which are nothing but good reading apps. They are really bad for reading. They have so many distractions. Take Acrobat Reader, for example. It's not really convenient to zoom in and to zoom out in order to read the manuscript. Of course, if you try to do it on phone, it's even worse. So what do I do for writing? I use Notion. With Notion, I have no distractions. I don't deal with formatting. I just use the built-in font. It maintains my focus. And it's much, much more enjoyable. For reading, I use an app named Readwise Reader. Readwise Reader converts any text. And by any text, I mean also PDF. It converts it into a reader-friendly format. And it doesn't have any distractions on it. And I don't need to zoom in or zoom out all the time. Take, for example, PDF, manuscripts in their PDF form that we read on our phones. It's a very, very difficult experience to read a manuscript on your phone when it's in a PDF format. You just need to move to the right and to the left and up and down and back and forth, zoom in, zoom out. With Readwise Reader, I can just scroll with a very enjoyable format. And I set the tone. I tell the app what size of font do I want to use, what is the spacing I want to see on my screen. And every single time for every reading material, it will always be the same. Whether it's from the web, from a PDF, every single reading material always looks the same my way. And these are my two apps, Notion and Readwise Reader. Number three, my third tip is finding a way to transition from using a screen into using a paper. Screen will never be as good as paper, never. When you write or read on a paper, activates your brain in a very different way. It engages more parts of your brain and engaging more parts of your brain automatically enhances your focus. But for me, paper is not really practical. I can't carry my books everywhere and I want to store everything on my computer. Again, I enjoy so much reading books, especially if I prepare myself to surgeries, it's much more enjoyable doing that with an actual book and I find it easier to study and to memorize things from books but again it's not practical so I found 
away in between, between screen and paper. And this in-between solution is called e-ink tablet, e-ink tablet. It's a device that mimics paper or mimics the paper experience while offering the convenience of a digital device. I find that it strikes the perfect balance for me between the screen and paper, and it boosts my focus. For more on how I use this e-ink tablet, you can check the link down below, which has the text version of this uh, podcast, and there you can find the e-ink tablet. Nowadays, I use the Books tab Mini C, and you can find it there in the link under the Stuff section. Lastly, number four, listen to the right sounds. By that, I mean listening to music or anything that resembles music while you actually sit down and try to focus. Now, not everyone can focus with music in the background. I, for example, can't really focus when I hear certain types of music because my brain finds a way to focus or concentrate on the music instead of the actual work I need to get done. But there are many other options. These include white noise or rain sounds, raver sounds, or simply putting on noise-canceling headphones without listening to any music, just tuning down all the noise around you. The nice thing about these headphones, these noise-canceling headphones, is that they signal to others not to disturb you, okay? Which is not very social, but, you know, when you sit down, you know, to focus, um, this is what you need. For focus music or focus sounds, I recently started testing an app called Brain.fm. You can check it out yourself. They do have a paid service, but... I do recommend you just try their free playlist. They have free playlist on Spotify and also on Apple Music. You can just check it out. I don't know if it actually works. This is something I'm trying out right now, but it's something that is definitely um, worth a try. So these were my four tips or my four tools of boosting my focus. The first one was turning off notifications on my computer. The second one was using dedicated apps. I used Notion and Readwise Reader. Number three was transitioning from screen to paper or the in-between solution that I'm using, the e-ink tablet. And lastly, listening to the right sounds while you try to focus. And with that, we'll end today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. See you next week.